coolest media boat in town. What? What? Media boat podcast. Hi, it's June the first. Yep, we are officially into June, 2016. the summer season. Uh, so yeah, get your board shorts out. Go to the beach. Get your tanks. Get your summer you jams. Know, your wife beaters, and also. Don't beat your wife. Don't do that because it's a bad scene. But if you like wearing white tank tops, that's cool too. Yeah, just you know, don't promote the stereotype. Yeah. So welcome to Media Boat <laughs> Podcast. We're a podcast to talk about media. That means films, movies, zizz, televisions, musics, and video games. Is and this is our time to look at the box office. Is 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 true. Is is as we always. Oh yeah, do. I'm uh, Matt and he's Mike. And I'm Mike, and he's Matt. Yeah. So, movies. So, movies. We call uh, the box office again. Like, on the nose. I, I hate doing this now. <laughs> I know. We're, we're This is not fun if we're, we're wrong. We haven't been wrong since Deadpool. Deadpool. And that's because we could not track the hell out of that Was thing. Deadpool our wake-up call? Was that like, hey, be better, and we were better? No, I think Deadpool was our don't doubt superhero movies. Yeah, I guess so. But this Cause, week... No, because I was going up against uh, Zoolander 2. We went with the established franchise. That's true, huh? Not the... Yeah, uh, not everyone's going to somehow jump on the Deadpool of Dead Trade. But since then, though, it's been pretty predictable. And we've been predicting pretty solidly. And this week, we predicted again. X-Men Apocalypse was number one with $79.8 million over the four-day weekend. One extra day. Yep. Upped it limp along to an 80 million dollar yes i don't care what i don't care what it says it's 80 million dollars yeah because it's still the weekend monday was still the weekend yep. this memorial day so however yeah, i count it yes we count it however this is a far stretch from days oh, of yeah. future past oh yeah which jumped up to a tune of 110 million well that's what i told well that's why i told you it's i felt like yeah this one that was not vibing well with no people. it had a really big um X-Men 3, Last Stand, vibe yeah. going on, where End of the World, and for some reason, when you go End of the World in superhero movies, none of them works. Doesn't work. So yeah, so that came in number one. Number two, with a solid $33 million, was, as we predicted, Disney's Alice in Wonderland. So, Although, I don't think anyone predicted how low that would be, though. I didn't predict a number, but I'm not surprised. No, I'm not surprised. Because, like I said last week, it's just not a franchise that clicks with people. No. I think Disney wants it to be a bigger deal than it is. Yes. And yeah, so it's Disney's first underperforming film of the year. It's also its first sequel to reimagining franchises that they've been doing. Yeah. So that could have been a big reason why no one went to see it mostly. Yeah. Also, that movie came out in 2009, the first Alice Has in Wonderland. Has it really been that long? Yeah, it has been that long. Well, no wonder, then. No one remembers. 2009 or 2010. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever. Because it was the first billion-dollar 3D movie post-Avatar. All right. Well, yeah, no wonder, then. Because, yeah, no one cared, apparently. Yep. And so it only only got $33 million over the four days. Not good. Um. So, yeah, that was pretty much it for new new box office hits yep. this week so what do we have to look forward to this weekend uh this weekend we have pop the star right romantic uh romance movie oh, for all you lovebirds out there me before you me before you about ternaria Targaryen <laughs> taking care of a cripple okay 
Uh, I'm going to pass on that one. It's apparently a book based off a book. It's a book based off a book. It's a movie based off a book, based off a book, based off a movie. Based Based off something that probably happened. Got probably happened, okay? (laughs) This may or may not have happened. Good good to know. Yes. Also, movie opening this weekend that may or may not have happened. Okay. Teenage Mutant Nerd to Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. It's finally out. I feel like they've been advertising for that thing for two months now. I also feel like this should have been a July release. Yeah, maybe not a little a later in the, in the summer. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll probably do okay. Yep. People like their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, directed by Dave Green. Yeah. Who also did Earth to Echo. Or Echo, sorry. <laughs> Earth to Echo was correct. E-Earth to Echo. <laughs> oh, Joe. And we have also uh, opening this weekend the Lonely Island mockumentary. I say, yes. Pop Star. Pop never Star. Stop, Never Stopping. Which of all the movies on this list is the one I want to see. And of all the movies on this list, we'll probably bring in the lowest amount of money. Yeah, probably. Because comedy is in summer. Comedies in summer don't do too yeah. well. Also, it's the Lonely Island. They don't have a wide enough brand. As we've been seeing with the, from what we are guessing, low turnout for the uh, the TV show the party, party over, over here. here. Even though they're not even in it, that's still got their name on it. Right. But I don't know. We'll see. But, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this one. All the trailers make it look like it's pretty funny. And I've heard some things this week about some great cameos. Mm-hmm. That I would have never seen coming, so I'm excited to. Possibly I'm see afraid that. this is going to turn out to be another Keanu box office. Oh yeah, no, I do not have any any faith in it box office wise, but I think that it'll probably be pretty good. Yes, it'll be funny. So and I need a funny. I think this is about the time of year where yeah, I need a movie like this, and so yeah, I'm I'm on board. Yep, I'm going to try to see it this weekend. This movie is right up my alley in terms of comedy. I'm I want to see it. I probably will see it this weekend. Well, when you do. I, I, I want to see it, too. All right, I'll, I'll Saturday, I'm not doing anything, so... Uh, I don't think I have anything planned Saturday. Well... Oh, wait, um, well... I might do the, uh, walk. Oh, that The meet-up meet walk. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Know. But if not, I'm going to go to the movies. All right, cool. Um, uh, but, yeah, so we're... So, what are we calling for number one this weekend? I'm going to go with... Uh, ugh, I'm going to go you with You have Turtles. to say it. I just wanted you to I'm say gonna it. I'm going to go with Turtles, because it's the one thing. Yes, I just wanted you to say it. Because, well, I mean, it's really, it's it's two things, right? It's either Turtles or it's X-Men Carries Over. Right. Which, if X-Men Carries Over, it would only be to the tune of $40 million. Yeah, so, so I'm going to go out on a limb here you, and say so Turtles. Let's put that as the $40 million line yeah, right now. $40 million, If $40 million is the line, I'm going to take the under this time again. You think Turtles will go under and perform at number two? Yeah, I don't think it'll be a great movie-going weekend. Uh, I think the other two movies will pull from it. Then again, even though it's not their audience. Yeah. I don't know. It's a uh, tricky yeah, one. That's a tricky one. It is a tricky week for predictions. This might be finally the week we get it wrong. Yeah. X-Men for all we know could have a really strong second week. I don't know, but word of mouth is not too good on no, it. No, it's not. But I, I bet... expect a 55% drop. Yeah, but I bet Turtles probably premieres to bad word of mouth too. Is what I'm saying. And right, I think but it's the new movie. That's it, that exactly. it is the new movie. So we might be right. So I'm going to go with Turtles on the over for 40. All right, okay. It's going to so, limp over 40 probably yeah, limp, into the 55, so. but... 
but yeah. we will see. What else do we got? Um, so we'll, we probably don't so, need to go too far in the future. No, but if you're looking for good movies, you're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> yeah, wait another week, right? Uh, no, not even, because oh. next week is Conjuring 2, your horror movie. Oh, God, okay. Blizzard's Warcraft premieres. Right, finally. And Now You See Me too. Oh, God. With uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yep, Daniel Radcliffe as a magician. Yep. Doing magical stuff. Yep. Never seen that before. When's Finding Dory? That's this That's month? the following weekend. I was going to say, that's this month, though. Yep. That's the following weekend on the 17th. Okay. However, that's also going up against the sm- Small Heart Big Johnson comedy, oh. Central Intelligence. I, st- I think it beats Central Intelligence. Obviously. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Family movies will always beat it, but we'll, I have that we down here. month we'll talk about that. In the meantime, what have we got in movie news? But that's okay, because, well, I'm just going to finish it out, because uh, that's the only th- thing that's big that's hitting. Right, yeah. Because the following weekend is only one movie, yeah. end of the month, Independence Day Resurgence. Okay, and that'll that's, do okay. And then that's it. But that's well, the end of Yeah, the it's getting up ahead of the Independence Day, so we'll get yep. two weekends. Yep, that's smart. That's smart. That's really smart of them to do. Okay, movie news. Movie news! So, speaking of a Big Johnson. Okay. And Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> All right. Uh, his uh, production company. Two separate things. Yes. His production company. <laughs> yes, he has a production company. Big Johnson Productions. No, actually, no. It's called Seven Dollar Productions. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> based off his story of when he only had seven dollars in his pocket. Yes. Uh, bef- when he decided to make the, sw- the switch full time to into training his body, mind, and temple to become. Is his body a temple? Yes, his body is a temple. Is his Unlike body a my body is a wonderland. Oh God. <laughs> Did you do it? Yes, you beat me to it. Anyways. Uh, anyways, yes. $7 Productions is teaming up with none other than Shane Black. Okay. Uh, Which you uh, listeners might know as the, the director of such fine films as... Iron Man 3. Yes, and... Um, kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes. <laughs> I know you want to kiss Kiss Bang Bang first, right? Yes, but <laughs> still... That's a fine order. Oh, also, no, uh, no, also uh, of this past weekend, yes. the nice guys. Yes, w- well known for writing movies about uh, writing buddy comedies, and also for writing movies that take place during Christmas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason uh, these two got together yes. is because Dwayne Johnson is going to be in a superhero movie that's not Shazam that right. he's already rumored in. Right. Another adaptation that's not based on a Marvel or DC hero, right? No, this is based on a... Yeah, it's... It's own, uh... Like an image comic thing or something. Yeah, it's an image. It's called Doc Savage. Okay. Um, actual character name is Clark Doc Savage, which is actually the inspiration for Superman. Fun fact. Um, it's about a first... The very first comic book hero... Who was genetically built to be superhuman hmm. in a lab located in the Arctic. And what happens when you're in a lab located in the Arctic? You're cut off from society. So the basic premise of this movie is the lab, either he breaks out or someone breaks out or he eventually finds his way into modern day society. Okay. And being a blunt personality of a genetic uh-huh. science experiment, uh-huh. hilarity ensues. Got it. Okay. So that just sounds like... We're going to get, it's like Deadpool Redux. A little bit, but, yeah. you know, he's superhuman, who's very blunt when it comes exactly. to talking to, to women and people. Yeah. and so I yeah. feel like there's going to be a lot of similar stuff. I feel like this is going to be The Rock playing dumb. Yeah. I don't 
don't, I don't know if I want the rock playing dumb. I think the rocks, one of the things about the rock's charm is that you think because he's all big and bulky, he's going to be, you know, dumb. But he's not. That's the thing. It's right. like he's always like, you know, he's the clever one. He's the witty one. Right. And so, yeah, that, that, I think that's playable. against the rock's type. It feels like it's against the rock's yeah. type. It's disappointing. Yes, which is why Central Intelligence is probably going to do what really well because right. that plays to the rock's strength and to Kevin Hart's strength of being the side character, not the lead, yeah. the side character in an otherwise slutty yeah. movie. Stoic, witty, strong does the thing does the job like i always when i think of a dwayne johnson character i think of his character in fast and furious yes i think that is the perfect dwayne johnson character right he gets in he gets the job done he says some dumb one-liners but he's smart about it and he always has a strategy right he's a tough villain because he's tough you know or a hero i guess actually but but yeah it's like i think that it makes that's this character a dumb dwayne johnson doesn't yeah, like in Fast 7 when he breaks off the cast says, yeah. Dad's got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like the Dwayne Johnson scene right there. Yes. Sums up his character right there. Yep. But yeah. Anyway. But yeah, we need more of those J- Dwayne Johnson movies. So yeah, that sounds like that. I don't know. I thought uh, Well, if that's the Dwayne Johnson we want, then like we said last week, I feel like we're going to get that in that bidding war. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yes, in that uh, uh, Chinese um, government uh, diehard movie. That I don't think I I did not see an actual number on that yet. So that's still in the bidding war process. I'll track that when I get around to it. Uh, moving on, I got two things on Disney. As I always do, it's always Disney every week. Um, first up is Rogue One. Yep. It's apparently didn't test well. <laughs> which is very which is terrifying. Yes. I'm sure if you're a Star Wars fan. Because after Force Awakens, I'm sure there was a lot of people who were like, oh, well, clearly Disney had, can do no wrong with Star Wars. Um, apparently, people who saw the movie didn't know it was a, one, didn't know it was a Star Wars movie, and two, <laughs> thought it was too warlike. Mm. That apparently uh-huh. they took the wars too serious in Star Wars. So here's my thought about this, and... This is not the first... Well, obviously, this is not the first time Disney has... Ordered reshoots yeah, on ordered anything. ordered reshoots on prominent projects in their history. I can name two off the top of my head that changed for the better from reshoots. One of them being, of course, the original Toy Story. Yep. Which was completely rebooted from the top. Same with Toy Story 2. Well, yes. It was a recurring theme, actually, At for Pixar. Pixar over the course of their existence. Yes. And those movies still end up being classics. So, uh, the most recent one being Zootopia. Right, Zootopia. Where they had to, to change the main character from the fox to the rabbit. Yeah. Or bunny. I mean, yeah, it's like there's... there's so if you're one of those people who are like, ah, that world's on fire. I mean, the Star Wars isn't going to be good. Calm down and realize that this is how Hollywood works. Yes. The nef- ne- there's no perfect script. There's always It's always a living, breathing document. It's always going to be moving on to better, bigger and better things. Unless, of course, you have a studio that's giving your project too much pressure and you don't have time to finish it. Like Warner but Brothers. Trust me, Disney is not a studio that's going to do that to Star Wars. Disney is not Warner Brothers. They're not going <laughs> to rush a Justice League movie. They're going to take their time on Rogue One. Um, now, in terms of will this movie even make its deadline... I think there's enough time right now to do reshoots. 
they're shooting all through the month of June. First off, all through the month of June, they're doing reshoots for Rogue One to make it more family oriented and less destruction of war. Which I guess is fair because, yeah, if you do, if you don't have a balance, it does kind of cease to be Star Wars. Star Wars, as we know, is at its best when it's balancing. It's basically always been a balancing act between how can we make this huge space opera, you know, action movie, and at the same time have a humor, you know, and a sense of like wonder to it. Right. Star Wars is at its best when it's balancing those two things. But this is not Star Wars. Star Wars. Right. This is a Star Wars story. Yeah. Taking place in a rebel alliance. But if you're thinking tone, though, even the spinoffs have to fit the Star Wars yes. tone. Which, when I first saw this trailer, I thought, it looks like a Star Wars movie, yeah. but it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. I don't know. I, th- I like that trailer. I thought I like it was it. pretty strong. I like it, I, but it, it's, it has it's a distinct... Okay. It has a very distinct... Not Star Wars feel to it. Okay. But I'm still waiting so. for the next trailer. Alright, yeah, we'll see what they do with this. I mean, what I... Which I'm next still... trailer has to be Finding Dory, yeah. right? Right, yeah. I mean, I'm choosing to... I'm choosing to accept that... That this is a thing that happens, and it's never for the worst. No. It's like when games get delayed, you know? I always think the same thing. It's like, this is never a bad thing. Sure, we don't get to play it right away. But it means that... When we do, it'll be amazing. Like Uncharted 4. Right. And like Batman. And like Batman. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's, what else do we have in movie news? Um, let's see. Other than that, uh, Disney, continuing with Disney, uh-huh. decided to take out their claim on release dates. Okay. Coming off the high that is um, Jungle Book 2. Right. They decided to claim release dates for upcoming... Uh, what do we want to call these things? <laughs> I don't know. Reimaginings? What do we want to call them? Uh, live action. Live action reimaginings? Yeah, live action. Yeah, I right. guess. That's the best term. Okay. I can't think of any yep. more specific So they staked out a date next year, uh, July 28th. Uh-huh. Unknown movie yet. And then they have April 6th. Uh, for 2018, they have April 6th, August 3rd. November 2nd, and December 25th. Okay. You heard that right. Yes, Christmas Day. Not only Christmas Day, but that's four movies in 2018. Dang. Yeah. All right. So what do you think they are? Well, good thing you asked, because one of them has already been announced. Okay. On December 25th, 2018, we get Rob Marshall, director of Into the Woods. Right. His uh, take on, well, rather, sequel. On the Mary Poppins character. Right, yes, I saw this today. Yes, Mary Poppins Returns. Right. The official title. Sure, okay. Starring Emily Blunt okay. of Live, Die, Repeat. All right. <laughs> yes. And, coming hot off of Broadway, uh-huh. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes, which was the big news today. Yes. Everybody's the freaking one you out. Were fr- you were excited about. Yeah, everybody's freaking out about this. this yes. This, him being um, cast this is the guy from Hamilton. Yes. If, if you, you don't know, know what Hamilton is... Ask your wife. If you don't have a wife, ask the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ask your friend who lives in New York City. Yes, of what no, Hamilton too. is yeah, and if you can't you. get tickets. I can't get tickets. <laughs> I can't get tickets for like four months. <laughs> I can't. Even Amy Schumer cannot get tickets. Can you get me tickets? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, what do you think the rest of these movies are? Um, 
I saw a list earlier. I was going to pull it up. But apparently one uh, far out date of the 28 in the 2018, <laughs> I believe, will be a Jungle Book sequel. Yep. Because that was announced. That makes sense. Because, of course, the thing just made a freaking ton of money. Right. Uh, still in development is Maleficent 2 with Angelina Jolie. Sure. Okay. Um, one of the more recent dates will be Dumbo. I don't know if that's going to be next year. Dumbo. Or early. That feels, yes, Dumbo, directed by Tim Burton. Okay, sure. I feel that could be July. Okay. July uh, 2017. Yeah, I could see that as July. But I could also see it as an April 2018 movie. Yeah. Depending yeah. on how his production goes. Um, don't yeah. forget, we also have Peach Dragon coming out later oh, this right. year. Yeah, that's true. And then Beauty and the Beast is this year, too. Right. No, that's next year. Oh, that's next year. Okay. Yeah, that's not going to come out this year. If it does, it's going to be December. Yeah. But yeah. it's not going to compete with Star Wars. So I think it's going to be next year. Man. Um, what's left? There, I thought, weren't there rumors of them doing... There no. was one called A Wrinkle in Time. Based on the book series, Yeah, right? based on the book series. There's also one called Tinkerbell, where... Uh, Reese oh. Witherspoon is tied to play oh, Tinkerbell. A live action Tinkerbell, not a not one of the ones to not not the straight DVDs. Current fairy universe thing. No. Okay. No, this is um, a live action Tinkerbell. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that it's probably oh, good enough. That's right. That's what it was. Um, currently shooting for so so the first two slots, uh, July or April. It's either going to be Dumbo or Cruella. Oh right, that that one. Yeah, we'll start uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, Cruella Deville. Right, movie. because that's going right. into shooting soon. Right, okay. Okay, cool. Let's move on yep. because I think we did enough suspicion. We have enough possible candidates for yep. these. So, uh, TV. Okay. All right, first off, did you know they made a remake of Roots? I knew that they are going to, yes. Of course you did because we mentioned this back in January. Yes, we did. So that's happening finally. Happened. The first, episode, the first episode yeah. on the History Channel premiered this past week. Yep. Two rather lukewarm reviews, yeah. but a pretty good audience, uh, considering it's going up against Game 7. Also, <laughs> uh, I forgot to put that down, but I just want to remind everyone that the finals for both the NBA and yep. the NHL are currently happening. Mm-hmm. For NBA, we have LeBro <laughs> going up against Curry. In the NBA with uh, Cuban Cavaliers playing host, or actually playing away, uh, to host city um, Golden State Warriors. That's not a city. No. Golden State Warriors. Uh, they have the best record in baseball. B- basketball. Baseball? <laughs> they also have the best record in baseball somehow. Yep. They're the best team over there. They have best record in baseball, basketball, hockey, football, you name it. <laughs> They're so good. Curry is that good. They're so good that they're better than other sports. Curry is so good, he makes shots from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the next field. This field over. He breaks the game of all games. Uh, but yes. Game of life. <laughs> yes. So, you either see Lebr- root for LeBron and win another championship, or root for Steph Curry and completing what will be considered one of the best NBA seasons mm-hmm. of all time, including the 97 Bulls. Yep. Um... In the NHL, we have the Sharks versus the Pens. <laughs> um, that would be the Sharks and Penguins. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes, we have the uh, San Jose Sharks versus the Gotham City Penguins. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins Pittsburgh. of hockey. Yeah. Yes. Of hockey? 
of hockey. Okay. It's like the New York football giants. Yes. <laughs> there are another there are another bunch of penguins hanging out and we need to we need to just like to, like specify which one these penguins are. <laughs> yes, we need to specify which birds are on which ice. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm. I don't really care who wins, as long as the sharks lose. Okay. But yeah, don't really care about who wins the basketball. It's gonna be a great series either way. As for hockey, let's go Penguins. Let's go Crosby. Okay. Because fuck the sharks. There you go. Saying that from a biased Kings fan. I was gonna say straight from the Kings fan's mouth. Yeah. What else we got? Anyways, back to roots. Back to roots. The reason I bring up roots. Is because, uh, one, Forrest Whitaker is in this. Okay. And two, Stoop Dog hates it. Well, hey, and, and as we went in for, went over from previous podcasts, nobody do, nobody hates Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Everybody loves Snoop Dogg. Yep, he is the dog father. Yeah. So why does Snoop Dogg hate Roots? So Snoop Dogg doesn't just hate Roots. Uh, not only is he being vocal about boycotting watching it, he's being vocal about boycotting Anything that has to deal with slavery, including 12 Years a Slave. Because, according to him, quote, Let's create our own shit based on today. How we live and how we inspire people today. Black is what's real. Fuck that old shit. Okay. Literally quote from from Snoop Dogg. Straight from the dog's mouth. Basically, he wants more straight out of Compton, more uh, Selma, Uh and less let's put black people in chains. That, hey, that makes sense. It makes sense, and I approve of his message. All right. Because, He's convinced me. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, if you want to promote black culture, promote black culture from today. Yeah. You know, stuff that inspires people, not stuff that says, hey, remember this shit that happened? Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, by All the right. way, we used our explicit warning. Thanks, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's fine. We yeah. earn it every week. Yeah, we earn it every week. <laughs> um, moving on, HBO. Uh, June 26th is when all of our, or at least my, seasons will end. All on the same day. Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones, Veep, and Silicon Valley will all end on June 26th, end of the month. All right. This makes way for other uh, new series popping up over the summer. Right. Including Any Given Wednesday with Bill Simmons, former ESPN analyst. Right. Uh, where, just like the name implies, of Any <laughs> Given Sunday... Any given Wednesday will be an all heart, an all talk, no holds barred. Talk about anything he wants. Okay. HBO commentary yeah. featuring Bill Simmons. All right. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I think I will watch at least the first two episodes. See how it is. See how it is. Because if it's anything like John Oliver, I will approve. <laughs> but if it's anything like Bill Maher, I might stick away. <laughs> Stay away. Okay. Um, also, on the 20th, uh, we have a documentary by right. none other than. Girls uh, creators Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. Okay. It is called Suited. Suited. Yes. It's a documentary, Matt, based on the title. What do you think it's about? Uh, suited. Um, is it about a tailor who makes suits? Yes. Ha! Boom. But it goes deeper than that. Okay. It's about a tailor in Brooklyn that does make suits for Jen's gender and gender nonconforming clients. Oh, okay. They're taking that angle because, of course, they are. Sure. This does not surprise me in the least bit. Um, and other than that, you know, HBO is going to do HBO stuff. They do. It is June. They have new movies uh, out right now on demand, including The Martian. If you want to go save Matt Damon from Mars, mm-hmm. 
And we'll go watch The Martian. The Martian. Martian. And, oh, yeah, that's also I gotta look up. I gotta pull up uh, Netflix releases because June. Because June. Yep. Netflix June releases. Uh, anyways. Uh, moving on. Oh, yeah, I forgot I have the Emmys in here as well. Uh, so let's talk about the Emmys before I talk about ESPN. Okay. So the Emmys this year have decided to add a new category. Okay. Honoring web content. Interesting. This is the first. Um, the Emmys have added categories honoring web-based short-form scripted comedies or dramas along with Actors or Actresses Awards beginning this year. Those expand on categories from short form variety, right. nonfiction, reality, animation series, and it includes. It's, it's in order to include content from YouTube, Funny or Die, Amazon, uh, and you know other uh, web based uh, media. This makes a lot of sense because I feel like that's where short form is now. It is because in modern television, there's no room for short form stuff. No, outside of children's programming. So this is really smart. Yes. Uh, let's see. Okay, that's one. Yep. Um, these will include 15... These are limited to 15, minute, 15 minutes or less per segment per series. Okay. And the, and the two names they kept throwing around a lot uh, were um, Epic Rap Battles. Okay. Saying that could be up for an Emmy. Okay. And the YouTube Red exclusive... Scare PewDiePie. I was just going to say, is it the stupid Scare PewDiePie It show? is the stupid Scare uh, PewDiePie show. If PewDiePie wins an Emmy, I will stop caring about the Emmys. I feel the same way. <laughs> it's like, that's when we know it's done. That's, it's like, no. that's when it's the tail's eating itself. Oh, actually, to be fair, I want to back up a little bit. Okay. Because if you, if you the, our precious listeners, do not know, Emmys are not as cool as you think they are. And here's my reason why. You know, may know that there are already a delineation between primetime and daytime Emmys. So there are probably a lot of things you don't know have an Emmy that totally have an Emmy. Second, Emmys also extend to local Emmys, where your local, back in the day, your local, like, Channel 3 open content channel could also get an Emmy. There are so many different Emmys... Not to mention the technical Emmys, which is a whole nother can of worms. There are so many Emmys that literally the Emmy means nothing. Sorry to break it to you. The Emmy has always meant nothing, but now it'll mean extra nothing. <laughs> All right. Now we, can talk, Emmy- now we can keep talking about the Emmys. Okay. <laughs> Side question then. I think the Emmys will still be relevant. No. Come five years from now. Because I think that what's happening with television is it's going to be everywhere and nowhere very quickly. Right. And what I mean by that is it's not going to be on your television. If it's going to be on your television, you're watching it on Netflix, you're watching it streaming, you're watching it on demand. Live television, as much as NBC wants you to hold on to it, is not going to be around for too much longer. And if it is, it's going to be streamed online. I'm really glad you brought this up because it's a great segue to my <laughs> next segment. Because... Not only because you're talking about cord cutters, right? Yes. People cutting the yes, cord. I am. 
people in that cable. losing subscriptions. Yes. And no one has lost more subscriptions than, than, ES li than ESPN, yeah, live bet. sports. Because people are dropping cable, and cable is the only way to get proper ESPN. Well, we have ESPN, but... But also, we have a cable equivalent that yes. we signed up for. Because Disney made a deal, after some negotiations, with Sony to have... ESPN on that service. Yes. Before it wasn't on there at all because ESPN is a classic stalwart for moving beyond the cable situation. They always have been. Right. And their whole model is subscription based. Yeah. They're not a localized program. They refuse to let go. Right. The their entire model is based on the $80 that you yeah. get from the cable subscription. They're like HBO was five years ago when HBO was like basically saying we don't want part of this, you know, pay pay separately thing. We don't want our people to pay separately. We want our people to be paying for cable. But guess what they did? What did they do? They created HBO Go. Exactly. And but so, that's just subscription-based so material. ESPN is the last dinosaur that just looks in the face of online streaming and just goes, pa. Well, they may not be being piled for much longer. All right, what do we got? All right, so um, ESPN, as we just said, have lost subscribers. Mm -hmm. uh, they have lost a total of 10 million subscribers since 2013. They are no longer in the 99-plus million subscriber range. Dang. Furthermore, they've lost 1.5 million subscribers uh -huh. from February to May. Wow. That's that is on average of 10,000 subscribers a day. That's drastic. That's a lot. Consider that, consider that, when their subscription for cable is eighty dollars per subscription. Yeah, that's eight hundred thousand dollars a day, day of lost revenue. revenue. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's over two hundred forty. That's over. Uh, over the course of this entire thing, that is over eight hundred and sixty, eight hundred, uh, eight hundred eighty-eight million dollars uh -huh. lost. Yep. That is an equivalent to one uh, broadcasting rights uh, deals that they do with you know MLB, uh, NBA, uh, NCAA even. Not to mention all their subsidiaries, ESPN2, ESPN3, ESPNU, mm -hmm. yep. ESPN SEC, ACC, yep. Pac-12. Yeah, yep. ACHO. Yes. <laughs> Etc. Etc. ESPN News, ESPN yep. Sports Center. The... This is a big reason why the ESPYs will not be on the ESPN yeah. this year, as we They're mentioned last week. Yes, yeah, because yeah, because we mentioned last week, the ESPYs will be on ABC, yep. where it has the bigger it's audience. Telling. It's very telling. It's very telling. Which I was wondering why the ES why the ES why the ES ABC was uh, doing the ESPYs. I yeah. thought, oh, it's just a parent company. No, they need no. It to runs see it. deeper. So here's the question: Then, do you think? This will change their mind. This has to change you your mind. Think right. They have to be looking at what million HBO dollars. did. They have to be looking over at what HBO did, and even in tangential fields like what the WWE has done with WWE Network. Right. They completely dropped their pay-per-view model, which mm -hmm. used to be the bread, their bread and butter, for this. Right. WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania pay-per-view yeah. every month. Every single month, and now that's not a thing anymore, and because you have a dedicated subscription service for it. ESPN needs to do this. And the fact that they're still dragging their feet on it 
are just making them look even more ancient. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, though, is that they're proud because they were the first. They got out there when cable was brand new and said, we are the cable sports network. Yeah, but look at what happened to CNN, the other mm -hmm. broadcasting cable network that was They're just still kicking, terrible. but no one respects them anymore. Right. They lost the hearts and minds game. ESPN still has the hearts and minds for the most part. Yes, but now ESPN is even losing that because right. if you turn on ESPN, it's the same four commenters, yeah. commentators every hour. Apparently all Stephen the interesting a, it's, ones. It's become the Stephen A. Smith show. And because all the interesting one ones are leaving for HBO, apparently. Right. They lose for HBO. So, yeah. They're even leaving for um, Fox, Yeah, as we mentioned. Even for Fox Sunday, as Aaron Andrews has left. Right. So, yeah. So, do you think by the end of this year, do we hear something from ESPN about a separate ESPN subscription model? I say come NBA season, because... Yeah. ESPN and NBA have a very hand-to-hand -hand contract. Right. That's kind of the thing, right? Because I feel that if they get the NBA going, yeah. this will lead directly into the bowl season, which is another, another heavy hitter for them. Sports college sports is huge for ESPN. That's true. Which, if they get if they get the subscription going in the summer for MLB, yeah. hit NBA right when it begins, and then hit the bowl season right as that begins at the beginning of next year, yeah. That's going to roll them into a full year subscription. Do you think service. that's smart, though? Start something like that during the Olympic coverage, though, that NBC is going to have a stranglehold on? Like, do you think that, the, like, trying to launch the service as counter programming is good or bad? Launch it, yes, because you won't get that many to begin with, okay. which will help you to fix out any bugs. Right, that's true. Yeah. Then, Starts once the Olympics slow. are over in August. And everybody starts watching normal sports again. Everyone starts doing sports again. Yeah, you're that's right. in August. Okay. End of August is September. End of September is October, and that's the start of your ba basketball season. So, yeah, I mean, they have to do it or else they're They have to hit screwed. it by September. And But I guess will they is the question. If we they will don't, find out. If they don't, ESPN could go the way of Esquire. Yeah, that could be crazy. Of G4. Yeah. Of whatever the hell it was. Freeform. Exactly. ABC well, Freeform. Freeform's still on. Yes. <laughs> anyways. All right, what else do we got? Yeah, but <laughs> they, they need a strike. Drastic change. To change. And, you know, I don't want to bring this up. The only reason I bring this up at all is because growing up, ESPN used to be a staple. Well, you yeah. turn it on at night, catch your, t catch your highlights of everything. For two generations, that's been the case. Yeah. They've been around since, what, the late 70s, early 80s? Yeah. Like, since advent of cable, ESPN has been a Right. Thing. They own Monday Night Football. Yeah, they do. Which, that's also a big reason why right. I put in September. But you have to do it before that September the, because, yeah, you miss... Monday Night Football, yeah, right. Like that's bad. Well, that's the thing. Monday Night Football used to be the game, right? But now NBC took that over with Sunday Night Football. Right. Now Sunday Night is the game. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, we'll see what they do. If they hopefully they make the right call. Yeah. Hopefully that somebody in ESPN understands that it's that the, these times require changes. Yep. Even uh, yeah, because uh, even the NFL is going subscription based offline. Right. And they do Thursday night football on their right. own stuff right. that you can subscribe to and stream. They're trying to branch out so they have something to fall back on when they have to right. drop something else. Right. For right now, NFL TV is a solid game plan. Yep. Everything else, however. Not so much. Not so much. All right. All right. Uh, moving on. Because it is June. Because it is June. Because it's the first. Yes. We have new Netflix releases. All right. What do we got? So, we have new uh, Pokemon. 
What? X and Y Kalos quest. Oh, thank God! So we get the the missing pieces of our of our Pokemon stuff. Yep. So, uh, we also get breaking the magician code. Magician's biggest secrets finally revealed. Oh God! Is that the the, the Fox specials? Yes, that those were the Fox the specials. With, yeah, with the guy <laughs> with the mask. Oh my God! I forgot about those things. Those things were awesome. Those were pretty dumb. They were. Pretty How dumb. did they remove this car? And then they show you how they remove the car. How do they? How they make this tank disappear? Yeah, disappear. How does he escape from the chained box? Etc. Yeah, yes. I remember watching those things. Yep, they were fun right. as a kid. Cool. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they haven't held up. Cool. What else? Uh, continuing on, we have uh, Pretty Little Liars, season six. Voltron, Netflix original. Voltron, okay. Legendary Defenders, coming out June 10th. Um, the final season of The League. Latest uh, season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 of Scandal, which you skipped. Yep. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Was that not our demo? It's not our demo. <laughs> We're not scandalous. Also, Orange is the New Black. Season 4 premiere, June 17th. Right. Uh, let's see what else do we have in here. I'm trying to see. Uh, these are all TV series. More uh, DreamWorks' Dragon series. Yep, that's at the end of the month. As in How to Train Your. Um, yep. And then movies. Uh, we have all three Jurassic Parks. Let's hit on the, the big ones, yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park. Jurassic Park. All three uh, Jurassic Parks. One, two, well, Lost World Jurassic Park. And three. Uh, the um, latest Pokemon movie. Pokemon Hoopa 14th. In the Clash of Ages. Yes, this is the 14th Pokemon movie. Dang. Surprise, um, there are 14 Pokemon movies. Uh, we also have Bo Burnham's spe comedy special, Make Happy, on June 3rd. And, uh, Jarhead 3, The Siege. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. Um, Other than wow. that... Not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Oh, Spotlight, June 22nd. Okay. Your Oscar-winning movie. And also, your non-Oscar-winning movie, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, the sequel to Sin City. Um, yep. That's it. That's it. Because, uh, come, because once the summer's done, then we get all the Disney stuff. Yeah. Come September. So we gotta get through June and July to get to our Disney's, our month of Disney in September. Yep. We can wait it out. We can make it. Yep. Oh, right. also, if you happen to have Netflix, catch Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Yeah. That was the Bill Murray independent movie. Yeah, they but, got rave reviews, but no one saw it. Hey, but, but Sharif doesn't like it. I don't care about him. <laughs> I'm taking a bow. I know, I know. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was the other big news that right. happened. Um, in June, if you did not get enough of Rob Ross, okay. we get Bob Ross, Beauty is Everywhere. Okay. Uh, Which is, I guess, a... Documentary? No, no, about no. About Bob Ross? No, no, no. It's the actual episodes. Oh, it's actually his It's actual Bob Ross. Show. Okay. Yes, his show. Got it. All right. With Happy Trees. So if you want to paint mountains. Happy Trees. Yes. There you go. Yeah. All Bob Ross. So that's it for TV news. Uh, what about our renewals and cancellations? Well, we have good news. All right. Just like we didn't know it was a premiering. Angie Tribeca, season two. Yes. Coming this week. Yes. June 6th. Monday, awesome. next cool. Monday, June 6th. I have to add that to the favorite so that we record yes. it. So we actually started watching Andy Tribeca. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we like it. We like it. We're, we're probably going to uh, hook on to it. We're hooked on to it. Yep. 
Hopefully they do another. I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully they do another just a twenty four hour. Oh straight. yeah, that'd be cool. But I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't more. think so because it's premiering on a Monday. I think yeah. they're gonna go weekly. They probably just do it normal schedule. Yep. Okay. Um. Also, Transparent, the Amazon series. Right. Yes. Get season four. Emmy winning. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. Emmy winning. Jeffrey series. Tambor. Season uh, four. From what I understand, kind of problematic show. Um, um, this yes. is uh, news because it's ahead of its season three debut this fall. Right. So get your season three uh, watch on this fall, mm -hmm. and then sit back and relax knowing you will get a season four. There you go. Um, also, Project Runway. Yes. Which Not I will be watching this coming season, by the way. With your sister? No. Oh. I'll be recording that thing. Okay. Now that I finally can. So I love Project Runway. It is kind of amazing. Because everybody is like everybody is kind of like terrible. Terrible as a person or terrible as a designer? Terrible as people. Okay. And it's it's one of those it's like a Hell's Kitchen equivalent where it's like you kinda of watch to see if the person you hate will get kicked off. <laughs> it's like that. Cutter. But with really cool but this time with really cool dresses instead of food. Oh, yeah, so Master Chef like, comes back. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, yeah so instead of being like, oh, that looks good, you could, you'd be like, that dress looks terrible. <laughs> and it's so much fun to watch. <laughs> and you get to watch Tim Gunn be Tim Gunn, which yes. is always good. So, yes, I am totally on board for more Project One Runway. Well, good, because you won't get just one season. Or two. You'll get an additional three seasons. Yeah, well, That sounds great. Yep. Running all the way through season 18. Yeah. Because they do, like, two a year. That's okay. the only reason why they've gotten up to 18. Uh, it just seems like a big number. It seems like a big number, but yeah, they do two a year. They also do, That's cheating. Also, Junior also, or, uh, is on this list, right? Yes. Project Runway Junior, yes. which is kids. Junior gets an additional season. Yeah. As well as All Stars. All Stars. Gets yeah. two additional seasons. All right, cool. Awesome. That's, that's, that's good news to me. Yep. And now we get to the not-so-good news. Okay. Of passing. Of a guy you probably don't know. Nope. You will not know this guy. Okay. But you definitely know the shows he, he worked on. Okay. I'm talking about uh, CBS programming chief Michael Dan. Okay. So Former. A, former programming chief. So he must chief. have been a long time pro programming chief looking at this list. Yes. Uh, he's 94. or okay. he, died, he passed away at the right. age of 94. Yeah, age of 94. However, in his heyday, which was, I guess, the 70s, it looks like. Looks like. 60s, uh, 70s. 60s and 70s. He was responsible for uh, programming of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, the Carol Burnett Show, mm -hmm. Mission Impossible, okay. Gilligan's Island, yep. Hawaii Five O, mm -hmm. Mannix, okay. and the currently running Sixty Minutes. All right, well, they're definitely a storied past. Then. Yep, that is. That's yeah. a great lineup. It's good CV yep. right there. Um, I would say that he is probably the person in terms of programming to make CBS number one. Yeah. That started the ball rolling on CBS's so. story number one career. Yeah, it looks like it. Yep. Well, I mean, if you have that kind of lineup. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then, yeah, then they, then they lost a good one. Yep, we lost a good one. All right. Uh, music. Music. So, I uh, remember how we talked about that super group right, a couple yeah. weeks ago. The, the Rage Against the Machine plus, like, freaking... Um, Public Enemy and Public Cypress Enemy Hill. Public Enemy and Cypress Hill. Yeah. Yes. So, they released their name. All right. Prophets of Rage. Okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> They also had a show already. All right. Uh, they played last night at Whiskey Go Go in L.A. Okay. Yeah, this sounds about right. I've not read any reviews yet. Well, there you go. I don't know if I want to read a review nope. on it. Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. Let's just. Are you looking forward to this, Matt? No. Let's just imagine. <laughs> let's just imagine what it is. It's probably better than actually right. listening to All it. All right. Let's imagine it. Yeah, I know. Okay, no. All right. I'm done imagining it. The only other, other other thing, I guess, for music is, so we've been talking about Chance the Rapper. Yes. Um, I will be brief. Okay. So you listen to Chance Tape, right? Yes. His tape, Coloring Book, uh, came out a couple weeks ago, technically, but last week on, on Spotify. Uh, it's a lot. It, it, it's, it's really good. Um, it's very, it's kind of like if there was a flip side of the, the life of Pablo where instead of kind of dreary Kanye talking about himself, it's Chance being super jazzed on life. <laughs> That's basically the coloring book. Okay. It's very, it's very exciting. It's very, it's very gospel. It's very like, it seems like Chance is at a good part in his life. And he wants to share it with the world. It seems like he's doing pretty good right now. And so some highlights include their, the, the opening track, which, speaking of Kanye, Kanye appears, including the line which it, which said, where Chance says, he may not have signed me, but Kanye's still proud of me. <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, and there's also um, an entire song where he talks about that he is the only person who still cares about mixtapes. Like actual tape tapes? Like mixtapes, oh, like it, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's it's a pretty good uh, it's a pretty good tape. If you liked anything Chance has done in the past, definitely check it out. If you like rap, definitely check it out. No, I did not say Xbox faster. <laughs> stop listening. No, no, not you, listeners. I'm not telling you guys to stop listening. Which please, if you are listening, yes, because thank, please continue thank you. listening. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> but that'll be it. Because yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Ooh, there's a new best of giant bomb. Two days ago. Sorry. Uh, okay, so that'll do it for music then. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, apparently, uh, I saw it somewhere. Oh, by the way, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, as of one hour ago, yes. Beck announced his new single. Ah. Wow. Wow. Titled Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. You know, I heard, I, I read something late last night that said that there would be a Beck single today. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. New right. Beck. Uh, wow. it, it was announced on Instagram. Wow. So, Beck's writing that Instagram train. Wow. Yep. Thank you, Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Also, um, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Is it for music? Or? Uh, uh, someone died. Okay. Uh, Thomas Fink. Fink. Surfer Blood guitarist. Oh, cancer. yes. The guitarist from Surfer Blood. Yes, yes. That's yes. true. He did pass. Yes. I didn't know if he was, you know... A well-known enough name to mention. But yes. I don't know if it was well-known enough name, but but yes, if you are if you know of the band Surfer Blood, they've been around for a few years now. Um, yes, their guitarist unfortunately did pass away. Yes, this week. cancer. So that's depressing. Um, and yeah, our thoughts go out to his band members and his family, of course. And yeah, uh, we hope that that um, they're able to you know, handle this because uh, yeah. that sucks to lose someone to cancer. Yep. All right, uh, wow. games. Moving on. Let's games. Go on to video games. We just talked about Pokemon, but we're going to talk about more Pokemon. Next week. We're talking about chi- uh, Pokemon in China, I see. Yes. So, because Pokemon is coming out in China. Yes, finally. Specifically, Hong Kong is mm-hmm. where this uh, took place. Um, so, let's preface this. Okay. Okay, um, Pokemon is a j- Japanese game <laughs> yeah, yes, with Japanese is. names. Yes. Four different regions, they right. change the names yes. on purpose. Yes. Um, the one that keeps coming to my mind is Greninja, for the American release, 
is not Green Ninja in the Japanese release. Correct, it's yes. uh, Gecko Gun or something. Something like that, yeah. Yes. Whereas Pikachu is just Pikachu. Yes, whereas Pikachu is Pikachu But everywhere. depending on the name, if they determine that it is either too arcane or too Japanese for us to understand or any um, international audience to understand, they will sometimes change it for the culture. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yes. Now, so what they didn't expect, though, and what they didn't anticipate is how this would affect China. Because China is one vocal group. Yes. One big vocal group, especially when you're trying to change the names of established Pokemon. So, Not yes. that it's just your new Pokemon coming out, but over 100 established Pokemon that yes. you're going to change the names to. Right. That people have played the games. Called forever. Called forever. Including the TV It'd be shows. the equivalent of, say, if at some point, because of some sort of other language that they needed to cater to in the United States... Maybe some sort of Cajun dialect or whatever Trump makes us speak in 10 years. <laughs> um, well, what if Bulbasaur, would they change the name of Bulbasaur to something else besides Bulbasaur? We would be pissed, right? Because we've been going for 20, almost 20 years now yeah. calling Bulbasaur Bulbasaur. Right. This is basically that. Yes, but this is more than that because they're changing the name of Pikachu. Ugh. Yes. How could the you? The mascot. The one everyone knows. If you ask your mom, name me a Pokemon, she'll say, isn't that that Pikachu character? Right. Yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, it's like Pikachu. Like, that's what my mom would say if mm -hmm. I said something about Pokemon right now. Yep. My mom would be like, oh, Pikachu, because that's all she knows about Pokemon. Right. That's, <laughs> if you ask anyone, the most basic thing <laughs> is Pikachu. Pikachu. Everybody knows what Pikachu is. Yes. Yeah. So they want to change 100 Pokemon names, one of them being Pikachu. Right. And Hong Kong went all up in arms. I bet. I it, would, too. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yep. Uh, so, so far, no uh, worries come from Nintendo on whether or not they will keep yeah. names. But one thing is for certain, they better not fuck with Pikachu. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Your mascot, you do not fuck with that name. Yeah, we'll see. I, uh, we'll from see. what I also read about this, I've read the, a real brief article about this, but it seems like part of the problem is is that uh, there's there's such a line between Mandarin Chinese and non-Mandarin Chinese yes. that that is key to this whole thing, is that the non-Mandarin speakers don't want Mandarin-influenced Pokemon names being in their Pokemon. Because, right. Because there's some, you know, there's probably some cultural tension there. And unfortunately, this is what happens when you uh, translate for Chinese yeah. who has two different dialects. It's just a real, it's just a realist, it's just the reality of, having to deal with a country with dialects. Do you think this is the reason why they never did Chinese before? I don't know if it's the reason why. I think before, it wasn't. Ju they just probably didn't think it was a viable market. Because if you look at even like 10 years ago, video gaming is was difficult to import into China right. because China had such a extensive black market and like bootleg scene mm -hmm. that there that, that you that there was no that was the reason why there were no deals for the actual platform holders to have their their All right, stuff. Right, then they also there. have closed doors as well. Nintendo always had to make deals imports? with third-party companies to make their their uh, platforms come out there. If you uh, do some digging, you'll see there's been Chinese exclusive versions of the N64 and GameCube that were created for specifically for the Chinese market to combat the bootleg market. Ooh. Yes. So yeah, it's, it, but it's only been in the last like five years that video game companies have been making more of an effort now because those markets have shrunk, and now it's becoming more viable for companies just to do proper business. So that's one of the reasons. I'd say that the translation probably was an afterthought, but the main reason is because it's finally a viable market. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Fun times. Fun so time. we'll see how that works out. Also, uh, tomorrow morning. 
on the second. We will yes. get more details on Sun and Moon. Supposedly. Uh, that's what I've heard. So, yes. But next week we'll have hopefully more details for you. It might be a new Pokemon. It might be a new game mechanic. We'll see what it is. Yeah, hopefully everyone will stop hating on Popolio. <laughs> Not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's Popolio. There is no Popolio. Litten is still lit, though. Yep. <laughs> Litten is lit and everyone's... <laughs> yep. It's lit. It's lit. All right. And lastly, in video game news, <laughs> yes, uh, delayed. Yeah, we got a delay. I I foreshadowed this earlier. Yep, No Man's Sky, the game that was announced two years ago, that was heavily praised this past year at E3, yep. will probably be again at E3, yep. showing off yep. an official beta that I assume can only assume they will say. This beta is now live. Yeah. Go download it. I would hope, right? I would hope. A little, little teaser demo. But yeah. if you don't know what No Man's Sky is, I'll briefly sum it up. You're an explorer. You start in a plan at a planet, and you have to discover new planets that other people can discover as well. And any discoveries or changes you make to the planet will be seen by other people. The catch here is that the universe is so large that the chances of you seeing something that somebody else has done is so is very rare. It's an exploration game, so the goal is to outfit your spaceship and explore as much as you can of the universe. Sounds cool. Yep. I'm, ex I'm excited. Unfortunately, this will be the summer release, June 21st, mm -hmm. coming out right before E3. Not going to happen. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, so, it won't be your E3 go-to game, but... It will be available August 9th. It will still be your summer game because that'll be just enough yes. just enough time to basically do No Man's Sky and uh, binge watch the Olympics. Yep. Sounds fun to me. But uh, because this has been delayed, creator Sean Murray yes. has received death threats. Yeah, but that's the internet for you. That's the internet. Yeah. It sucks that we have to shrug it off like that, but that's just reality now. Is People on the internet are terrible people and they will people attack in you real life the are smallest terrible. thing. This is true, and we really, saw the internet. We saw what happened right? Yep. Yes, yeah. I did. That's, so, yes, our hearts and minds also go out to the people who are affected by that uh, shooting that happened yes, at UCLA, UCLA today. Very sad. Yep. Yeah, Very close to me because my brother yeah. graduated from UCLA. Right. My sister-in-law also yes. going to school right now at yes. UCLA. So, yes, we definitely hope that people remain safe and that, yes. Um, but, yeah, come on, guys. It's just. But, yeah, I mean, the internet really yeah. is just, yeah, it's just a magnifying glass on an already pro problematic, you know, humanity and i think that yeah this just is further proof hey man you're if you're a fan of something support the makers yep don't give them death threats you want them to keep making the things you like and you want them to make them better so a delay only makes your game better you're gonna get no this is a sony like delay more. okay this is a sony yeah. delay look at what happened to uncharted it is mm -hmm. amazing yeah so so yeah so, yeah calm, calm your tits <laughs> and enjoy the games when they come out Yep. That's my message to the internet. All right, so... And on that message, we shall it. wrap up. We shall wrap up. Was this our fastest show ever? No. Nope. By like two minutes, I think we're over our yeah. fastest show ever. But yes, that'll be it for the, this week's Media Bow Podcast. Check out next week for more. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, please find our Facebook page. Just search Media Bow Podcast. Like the page. Uh, leave us messages if you want to leave us some feedback. Follow us on Twitter, Media Bow Cast. Uh, and subscribe to us on iTunes um, and leave, us leave a, a review. review. Leave some stars for us. Yeah. And yeah, that'll do it. Yep. So, uh, yeah. so that's it for this week. Uh, look for us 
next week as we get into more Pokemon and yeah. more more stuff. Ho- and hopefully we'll have Maybe a pop, pop star, star review. And yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. And everything okay. else that happens this uh, upcoming week because we're in the summer. Yeah! Okay, cool. Bye.